0: Welcome in. It's the Bear Down Podcast. I'm Chris Bluck along with Adam Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. You can listen to our show weeknights on ESPN 1000 at, at 6 o'clock. It's Bluck and Abdallah. Today on the Bear Down Podcast, Abdallah, we're talking football. We're talking the NFL and we're talking uh, power rankings as ESPN released power rankings in, in the offseason, post-free agency power rankings. And And ideally, you know, we're going to kind of d- dissect this and And really give our opinions based on how ESPN shapes up the NFL at this point. But the one thing that I will say leading off, because this is a Bears-centric podcast, I will say I I was surprised uh, that in in a good way that the Bears were not as bad on the power rankings that I thought they would be. And I think that that funnels back into the conversation you and I have had on this podcast since we started doing it at at the start of April that... The Bears are going to be bad, but they're going to be like on the good side of bad teams, which puts you into that ballpark of seven, eight wins based on the way it breaks down. Like seriously. And you you laugh at it. But when you look at the power rankings and and the Bears are 24th in the power rankings post free agency, that tells me there are seven teams who have a, a worse lot in life in the NFL. And I agree You're looking at Carolina, the Falcons, the Lions, the Jets, the Texans, the Seahawks, Jacksonville, the Giants, and then you get to the Bears. I think that is a, a good assessment of where they stand. I think they're better than the teams I just rattled off, but that's probably about right. And I don't know how many more teams that they could jump. Even though the Vikings are sitting at twenty three which I also think is very interesting well
1: I, I think that they're better than a couple teams on here. I mean, I think they're I have them beating the commanders when we went through the schedule on the last podcast, so I would have to believe that they are better than the commanders. Well, the commanders are twenty second so okay. the twenty
0: second uh, ranked Washington commanders and then the Minnesota Vikings at twenty three i I think what you and I continue to tell people is that. Those three teams are all in the same little grouping there. Yeah. Like, the, Like, I don't think any one of those three teams— I would even the Steelers in there, too. Sure, and they're 21st. What are
1: they doing at quarterback? We, I mean, we assume Kenny Pickett's going to start. But again, like, is Kenny Pickett ready? Is he the guy? I mean, their defense is always really good. They've got good weapons with Najee Harris. And, like, they've got good weapons. But it all comes down to the quarterback position and whether Kenny Pickett is going to be— So I think that there are a couple teams on here that I, I would rank— higher than the Bears, or they're lower than the Bears. But, yeah, I think that, you know, with the mystery of what Justin Fields is going to look like in a new offense, with them not, you know, really drafting any uh, offensive weapons high in the draft, yeah, this, I think 24, 23, 24, right around there, that's pretty fair, pretty fair ranking.
0: Yeah, it's a fair ranking, and that, and I think that's exactly where this team kind of sits. You know, when you get into the 20, uh, 20 into the top of the teens, basically New Orleans is 20, uh, The, the Cardinal, Cardinals are 19, Dolphins 18, Cleveland 17. Now, Dolphins, Cardinals, Saints, I agree. I think those three teams are lumped together for a reason. I yeah. think they're pretty close. Uh, quarterback questions in Miami, even though that's a team trying to make the playoffs. Cardinals have a quarterback, but it seems like everything else is a bit of a mess mm-hmm. around that team. And and even the quarterback that they have, if he's healthy, uh, Kyler Murray, does he want to be there? Will this be a situation where he'll be the next quarterback forcing himself to another team since we saw a lot of that in this offseason of the NFL? NFL. Uh, The Saints, uh, they don't have a quarterback. They draft a quarterback, right? Didn't they take a quarterback at some point?
1: Yes, they did. Yes.
0: Uh, In the NFL draft? I can't think of the name off the top of my head. I mean, but they
1: still have Winston. They still have Jameis. Oh, no, they didn't. They
0: didn't? I thought they did late. They have Ian Book, Andy Dalton, and Jameis Winston on they their team. chart. They signed Andy
1: Dalton. That's what it is. Okay. They signed Andy Dalton, yes.
0: Um, so I, I think the Saints, quarterback questions, obviously, uh, still. And and those three teams are sitting there. I mentioned Cleveland at 17. Cleveland is in a different – like, I feel as if when you're doing power rankings, you have to take the Cleveland Browns and put them to the side until you know what Deshaun Watson and his situation is going to be. Because if he is playing more than – uh, twelve games next year. Yeah, I mean, if they and come out, you, and say,
1: this, you know, he's meeting with the NFL this week. If they come out and they say, "Hey, four games," like then, then I put them higher. You have to elevate. Absolutely, Browns. For yeah, sure. It all depends on how. Like, if it's ten games, you drop them. You know, you drop them lower. It it is all dependent on what the NFL decides, and if they decide this week or in the coming weeks of how many games he's going to be suspended for.
0: Philadelphia is sixteen. Fifteen is the uh, Patriots. A little high for the Patriots, I think. Uh, the Colts at 14, the Raiders at 13, and the Broncos at 12. Now, the Broncos have a new quarterback, Russell Wilson, and, and I, I think that team is ready to win. Yeah. you know. And when you look at what the Raiders bring to the table, the Raiders lost a playoff game on the road in Cincinnati, but they battled door- towards the end of the season, and now they have Devontae Adams to be that number one wide receiver for Derek Carr. Raiders, Colts... Patriots, Broncos. Broncos are the best team. I like where they're slotted there. But I feel like Raiders, Colts, and Patriots, you could kind of mix up. And even with the Eagles there at 16, those teams are all kind of lumped together. And I think it
1: makes sense. See, I think it, it makes more sense to lump 12 and up than it does the way you went 12 and down. Like, I lump the Eagles, the Patriots, the Colts, and the Raiders there Altogether, Can those offenses take the next step? Like, will the addition of Devontae Adams help out Derek Carr in that he- offense? Like, obviously, you would assume it will. So you would think that they would be, like, right where they are around 13. You know, Indianapolis, the Colts having Matt Ryan now. Like, how good is he going to be in that offense? Like, he's got a great football mind, but has age caught up with him physically? And is he not able to make the plays he once was able to? The Patriots, Mac Jones, another year in that system. What is that offense going to look like? Is Bill Belichick going to Trust him a little more. Belichick said he was going to have a hand more in the offense this offseason and building that offense around Mac Jones. So what is he going to look like? And then you look at Philly and going all in on Jalen Hurts and adding A.J. Brown and trading for him and, and really building around Jalen Hurts so he's got no excuses this year other than he's just not the guy, right? Like that to me, and then you go up, and you, you look at the, the Broncos and the Titans who have their established quarterbacks. Like, we know that the Broncos, like, obviously it's his first year uh, in the system with, with Russell Wilson, but he is a great quarterback. He's probably, he's definitely still top 10 in the league. So you assume that they're good. So I look above, I would say you group 12, 11, and 10 with the Ravens, the Titans, and the Broncos together because we know who they are. And it's whether or not their additions are going to help them a ton. Whereas, like, those other teams that I just mentioned, it's like those guys are there. Can they take the next step now that they've been there longer? Baltimore is number 10.
0: Nine, the San Francisco 49ers. The Cowboys are eight. The Chargers are seven. And then the Bengals are six. I think a lot of people going into the season, like those four teams that I just mentioned, San Francisco, Dallas, L.A. Chargers and the Bengals. Those are going to be the four teams, I think, get a lot of hype, Um, a lot of like, hey, maybe this could be your surprise team, even though the Bengals were that last year. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's going to be a lot of chips placed on the Chargers being that next team that takes that step. You know, obviously, always uh, the national media is going to tell you that the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl, and then they never do. Uh, So that will be there. And then the 49ers are a team get to the NFC Championship game. It's quarterback questions and whether or not they can figure out how good Trey Lance is, and if he can get that offense rolling with Debo Samuel and and all the weapons that he has, you know the game plan's going to be there, but 49ers, Cowboys, Chargers, Bengals. Sleeper teams people are going to pick for for like teams that will get all the way.
1: Well, see, to me, the difference is there is 8, 9, and 10, the Cowboys, the 49ers, and Ravens are all question marks, right? Like the Cowboys, how good is Dak going to be? Are they going to be able to take that? Are they going to be that team that the national media wants them to be the darlings of the NFL. And they're going to be, you know, all over prime time and, and in contention for a playoff spot and in contention for a Super Bowl. the 49ers, you mentioned their question marks at, at at quarterback, whether it was going to be Garoppolo, whether it's going to be Trey Lance. And if it is Trey Lance, what do they do with Garoppolo? Do they trade him? Do they keep him? How do they figure that out? And then the Ravens, look, we all know who Lamar Jackson is, but the question is they trade away Marquise Brown. They take away help from him. Like how is that helping your quarterback when you trade away your best wide, like his best <laughs> wide receiver? So to me, there's tons of question marks about those two teams or those three teams. They will be the sexy pick, but that's like the line of demarcation. Like to me, seven and up are Super Bowl contending teams. Seven and up are the Super Bowl contenders, and eight down are they're like, eh, maybe if everything goes right. Because there's so many questions about them still. But to me, like, the Chargers should be a a Super Bowl-caliber team for sure. Like, the Bengals are a tough division now, and it's hard to go back to a Super Bowl. But, like, you have the quarterback. You have a top-ten quarterback. You have the number-one wide receiver, number-two, number-one or number-two wide receiver in the NFL in Jamar Chase. You should be able to contend again. And then, obviously, the top-five teams, the Packers, the Chiefs are number-four, the Bucks are number-three, the Rams are number-two. And the Bills are number one. Those are automatic Super Bowl contenders.
0: Yeah, so what I was going to say is Sorry. that when, when as, as I go down the list, uh, Abdullah jumps ahead. Uh,
1: well, that's how I, like, if I'm dividing it, to me right. it's, it's seven and up. You're a Super Bowl contender.
0: No, well, I, what I was going to say is the reason I stopped at six uh, with the Bengals is because the heavyweights are the top five. Green Bay, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Los Angeles Rams, and Buffalo Bills there is no question that those are the five best teams in the NFL. I think you're right. Six through nine or ten, those teams all could be, but they do have some questions. Uh, you know, the Chargers missed the playoffs last year. So mm-hmm. your your retort will be, okay, well,
1: they have Khalil Mack now. That's fair. you it's got to stay healthy. You know, if they would have tied that game at the end of the season, they would have made the playoffs. Yeah, but they didn't. Yeah, but they should have. So,
0: I think the and I think there are going to be questions and the Bengals are going to take a step back I, I don't think they'll repeat what we saw last year um, and I think that's also just on the law of averages of, of how many good young quarterbacks are in the AFC how many teams can actually try and win in that conference it's a little bit different landscape of, of caliber quarterback to good team ratio mm-hmm. in the AFC than in the NFC I mean the NFC We can look at Brady, we can look at Aaron Rodgers, and then what? You're trying to sell me on Dak? And I'm a Dak fan. I like Dak Prescott. But once you get past Dak, there are no other proven top-level quarterbacks. You know, San Francisco may have a a quarterback who's in his first season of starting. You look at the next NFC team on the list, Philadelphia. Uh, The Eagles are not sold on Jalen Hurts. So... It's two separate conferences, but I, I do agree with you that the assessment of the Super Bowl contending teams, the heavyweights in the NFL, it is Buffalo, L.A. Rams, Buccaneers, Kansas City Chiefs, Green Bay Packers. Do you like the order that they were placed in? The fact that the Packers are five, Kansas City is four, the Bucks at three, and then the number one team being the Bills – even though they were not able to get to the Super Bowl last year, people thinking that they'll have a chip on their shoulder, they'll be the ones that get there. Rams at two.
1: I probably would have put the Rams at one just because they're the suit they're still the the champions, right? They still have like what do they lose? Odell Beckham, but they replaced they've got Allen Robinson. Yeah. So like, okay. I still I would still put the Rams at number one until I see them play and see like any, you know any uh tarnishes on them and i don't think there are any i think that they're a complete team but you've got you know i would go bills two right after that bucks three probably kansas city four maybe flip like i could pop probably put kansas city above tampa bay because like look tom brady's great like when is it gonna (laughs) when is that arm just gonna stop like is it ever Probably, I mean, I don't, don't know. Don't stop
0: ever stopping.
1: Never stop, man. That's fine. Don't stop it's, never stopping. I get it's it. It's not stopping. I get, it. I get it. I get it. That's fine. It's going to be out but there. But to me, and to circle back fully, since this is a Bears-centric podcast. Whoa,
0: oh, yeah. Sure. Circle
1: back fully. How many How many of these top five teams do the Bears play? Green Two? Bay. And the Bills. And the Bills. And yeah. then after that, what do you got? What do you got? A Cowboys at eight? Cowboys. San Fr- 49ers. the San Francisco? Cowboys, 49ers. Okay, and then keep scrolling.
0: Then you scroll Keep down scrolling. to The Philadelphia. Patriots at 15. Philadelphia.
1: The Eagles at 16. The Dolphins. Dolphins at 18. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're scattered throughout. Washington at 20. My point is, I don't know, how is many it, top 10 teams do they play? Three. Yeah. Three. Yeah, that's fine. That's it. That's it.
0: Come but on. But below them, how many of the teams below them do they play? The Lions. They play the Lions twice. They have Houston. Yeah. They have the Jets, the yeah. Giants, yeah. the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They have a lot of teams that they're better than that they'll they'll face off against. Exactly. Okay, so those are the power rankings on ESPN.com. You can check it out on the NFL page. Uh, They're up there uh, post-NFL draft, post-free agency, uh, 1 through 32 NFL power rankings on ESPN.com. Abdullah, I have five storylines for the NFL season. I want to give you the storylines, and you have to rank 1 through 5 on what is the number one storyline heading into the okay. offseason, heading into the, the NFL actual season okay. next fall.
1: I need to hear them all first, though, before I rank them.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a one, and then mm-hmm. you have to get like guess where you want to place it. Okay. And then we'll go through each one. I know what
1: number one is in my heart and in my brain.
0: In your heart and in your brain. Okay, yeah. the first yeah. one I have here for top storylines Tom Brady is back with the Bucs. He retired and then unretired about a month apart. Uh, But he's back with Tampa Bay. Mm. As far as top storylines going into next season, where would you rank that one?
1: Well, we already know that he's got a gig lined up afterwards, right? And in that gig, no one is going to be hitting him. No one's going to be trying to intercept him. No one is going to be trying to hurt him or beat him in any way. So to me, like, if he wins this year, that's it, Right. Because then you move on and you make your $35 million a year with no one touching you, right? Like, that's, okay. that's the gig. So, to me, that's, like, that's middle of the road. That's three. Okay, I'm so going to go with three right now.
0: You're going to put a at three at the moment. At the moment, it's three. Next storyline. Top five storylines of the NFL season. Aaron Rodgers lost at home in the division round of the playoffs. The 49ers won the game 13-10. to 10. Rodgers, the MVP, best quarterback in the league, only scored 10 points on offense. So for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, after losing at home at Lambeau Mm -hmm. to a West Coast team, where do you place the storyline of Aaron Rodgers back with the Packers trying to revenge a terrible home playoff loss?
1: That's number two for me. Number number two. two. Well, because, okay, Brady's already won a bunch. Rodgers only has the one. So, like, he's on that clock, too. Okay. Of And remember, he talked about contemplating retirement and all that kind of stuff. They didn't help him. They got a couple, they got, were a wide receiver in the draft. All right, cool. But you got rid of Devontae Adams. Apparently, he knew about that. He's restructured his deal and all that kind of stuff. Like, this is like, how many years are we going to do this again next offseason at the beginning where it's yeah. like, we don't know? Yeah. Is he coming back? So he's got to be number two because he, his clock is ticking. His, his, uh, not, his, his biological clock is ticking. He needs to have another Super Bowl baby.
0: All right. Storyline number 3, where will Abdal rank this? Now, obviously, at the time of recording this podcast, we don't have a number of games suspended for Deshaun Watson. But Deshaun Watson, will he play more than 8 games for the Browns this season if if when hearing this podcast, we know how many games he will be suspended? Then the the question then changes to how many uh, games do the Browns with Watson win and the whole conversation about the games he's missing plus the games that he will be able to play and what the Browns do hang into the season. This is number one. Number
1: one. This is number one. Deshaun Watson and his suspension is number one. Does the NFL, who's meeting with him today as we record this podcast or earlier this week or whatever, whenever you listen to this, the NFL's meeting with him and they're talking, and they're going to figure out Good save. when they're going to suspend him or whatever, if they're going to. But also, do they wait until the civil lawsuits are settled or until they're, they go to court or whatever they're going to do with these civil law? There's still 22 civil lawsuits out there with him. How, do they wait? Like, you can't just say, oh, well, we're just going to, we're not going to, we're not, he's not allowed to play until and then decide to suspend him. and then And do they take last year into account that he sat already an entire season do they say, well, he's already served his suspension because he didn't play a year? And so because of that, because of, quote, time served or whatever you want to get into it, sure. you say, hey, he's already played, so, or he's already not played, so he's free to, to play the entire season. Because in that division, the Bengals, obviously Super Bowl contender, they were just there last year, the Ravens, Will tell you they think that they're a Super Bowl contender with Lamar Jackson. Yes, they traded away one of his best weapons, but still they believe that they are, they made had a great draft by everyone but the draft graders and the people that get paid to do that. They had a phenomenal draft. So you would think that they are contenders in their minds. And then the Browns, who go out and make this trade for Watson, still have Baker Mayfield on the roster, believe that they can be a Super Bowl contender by upgrading that quarter their quarterback position because you and I have, have said. Regardless of what happens off the field, when Deshaun Watson is on the field, he is the best one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He is a top 5 quarterback in the NFL when he's on the field. Off the field different, different story, bad guy. But on the allegedly, on the field, top 5 quarterback. So to me that's the number 1 story because the Browns instantly go to AFC Championship contenders, maybe not a Super Bowl this year, but at least an AFC Championship contending spot because of Deshaun Watson and his ability to play. Now, if he misses six games, what, are they going to start Baker Mayfield for six games? We don't know what they're going to do yet at quarterback. So, to me, that's a hu- that is the number one storyline in the NFL is what the NFL does with Deshaun Watson.
0: Two more storylines. Russell Wilson, f- his fresh start a mile high. Where do you place that uh, Russell Wilson traded to the Broncos, a team that I think will be able to say they're uh, trying to compete for a championship this year. Where does that stack into the top five?
1: That's four for me Four. it's, it's behind uh Brady because everybody loves Brady. They're on, they're on prime time. I think like eight times this year or something like that. It's something crazy. And then it's behind Rogers. Cause I think Wilson has more time in him than Rogers does. And I think going to the Broncos will be good for him. They'll be good. But to me, eh, four.
0: Okay. And then the last one that I have here is, can we get a rematch of Kansas City and Buffalo in the playoffs? Oh, that's five. From last year? Yeah, that's five. Oh, that's a five.
1: Okay. Well, because can, you can't control that.
0: Well, I mean, I think most experts are going to say that those are the two top teams in the AFC. Okay, sure. And that I think that's a fun storyline. And then
1: the Bengals come along. And, and then they like, play
0: each other. Yeah. And I, I think that Kansas City and okay. Buffalo—that those are the two leaders of the AFC. All
1: right, that's all right. Fine. So you're
0: placing Watson. Actually, one.
1: I'll no, I'll take it back. I will put that as five at four, and I'll put Wilson at five.
0: Okay, so so the order you're going with: Deshaun Watson one, yes. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers trying to to come back after losing at home in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Two, they have to go to an NFC Championship. Number three, Brady back with the Bucks. Yep. Number four, Kansas City and Buffalo. Can they get a rematch in the playoffs? That was probably the best game played last year, those two at Arrowhead. And like, then, I think
1: when we do five up, five down on Bleck and Abdallah, weeknights at 6 o'clock, uh, you will hear Kansas City and Buffalo in the top five it's in five up throughout the year. And then, number five, you have Russell Wilson in his fresh start, a mile yeah. high. Yeah, it's fine. All right.
0: I, I locked it in. I got it down there for Well, th- you.
1: thank you for locking it in.
0: Um, I... Yeah, I don't – I would say Watson, I think, is one. I think you're underrating Russell Wilson with the Broncos. I kind of feel like I find that storyline more intriguing than Tom Brady back with the Bucks. but I get it. People are obsessed with Brady. Yeah. But I I would go Watson, Rodgers and the Packers, and the drama – that that surrounds that, and then I think I would go Russell Wilson, or I may even go Kansas say Buffalo, two best teams in the NFL well, as three. Brady at
1: the end, yeah, I don't. I mean, come on. See, my my whole thing is with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson still has a couple more years to win. Like Brady's got to do it now, or else he's probably going to either retire, or fake retire again. And, like, the, the clock is ticking on Rodgers. or retire.
0: Yeah, I think Watson Rodgers, though, those are the two top yeah. intriguing. All right, thank you for listening to the Bear Down podcast. Good conversation about the NFL, top storylines, and then also the power rankings. Check out our show, Bluck and Abdallah, weeknights at 6 right here on ESPN 1000. And thank you again for listening to another episode of the Bear Down podcast.